welcome to another sports edition episode of The Secret Origins of Mink Condition. I am James, and I am with Chris. Hi there. And Joe. Still playing ball, folks. Play ball. <laughs> and uh, this is a little sports short to get uh, to get some sports information out in the world and some sports thoughts out uh, before we do like one of our longer editions in the future. So, um, Joe, I know you came into this with thoughts, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay, real quickly, before I get to my rant... Uh, NBA, I, I need to apologize to the Brooklyn Nets. I said on our last sports uh, episode that nobody cares about the Nets in New York. That is erroneous. I should have never said that. And particularly now that the Nets are playing better, they won six out of their last seven. So they're trying to avoid that uh, that play-in uh, tourney. And I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to get a real uh, um, postseason spot seat. So um, kudos to the Knicks. And uh, KD has just been outrageous. And um, he's, he's, re- he's really worked uh, his weight in gold the way he's been playing for them. Um, then we have um, uh, the uh, stupidly huge contract that Deshaun Watson got from the Cleveland Browns. Um, oh, yeah, yeah right? I mean, this bad. is just – I'm sure it did, Chris, because, I mean, here's this $230 million contract, the largest ever paid to anybody in the NFL history, and he still has all these – sexual allegation misconduct, uh, you know, uh, uh, hanging over his head. So, um, you know, this is, um, I don't know why the Browns did this. Uh, are they a dumber organization, organization, the New York giants possibly, but, um, I just saw that and that, that kind of made me angry when I saw that happen. So, uh, let this play yeah, out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you where I think the Browns almost instantly went from, yeah, we made some good moves and we'd like to see you win it because everybody liked Baker. I mean, they instantly went to, Wow. Okay. Well, you sold your soul, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I hope you win nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Let's go over seventeen, <laughs> right? And and one more thing about the PBA uh, as it continues. Uh, Jason Belmonte, the uh, two hand wonder from Down Under, because Jason is from Australia, and that's what they call him. Uh, he won his twenty ninth PBA title the other day at the Lubbock. Uh, wow, twenty nine. Yeah, wow. uh, this ties him with Hall of Famer, the great uh, lefty Mike Albee, and. Um, He's just he. Uh, I think I said this on the previous uh, episode. Maybe I didn't, but he he's definitely um, he's the LeBron James of bowling. He's the uh, the uh, you know the Babe Ruth of bowling. He's the um, quick Chris. Give me somebody from the NHL. Why am I can't think of anybody? Um, oh Gretzky. He's the Gretzky. Uh, of bowling. And, yeah, uh, you go with Gretzky, yeah. sure. I mean, uh, so kudos to Jason Belmonte, who missed all of last year because of COVID protocols in Australia, and he comes back roaring, you know, tearing up the lanes. It's it's a pleasure to watch him bowl, and uh, he's even he's he's also mellowed. He was a little bit a little bit on the uh, the uh, you know uh, uh, what's what am I what am I looking for here? Um, well, he was a little, little icy at the beginning with uh, with compliments or even taking them. But he's mellowed. He's a family man. And I think um, his time away from the sport gave him a new perspective and turned him into a better bowler. So kudos again to Jason Belmonte. And now we turn to the New York Yankees. The Yankees got played by the Twins last week. So the Twins trade Jack, uh, Josh Donaldson, a backup catcher who nobody can pronounce his name, and a utility uh, infielder, Isaiah, kind of for left it to the Yankees. And they also have to take... Um, Donaldson's $15 million contract, $25 million over each year. And, uh, oh, yes, he's a former MVP, but he's 36 years old. And while the Yankees are doing this, a week later, the Twins go out and sign to $105 million three-year deal, Carlos Correa, arguably the best shortstop in baseball. What the hell is going on in, in the Bronx? I mean, 
it's like, has Cashman been taking stupid pills? Uh, it's just, it's, uh, you have to question his moves. I, I, and you can't say the Yankees aren't spending money. Their payroll now is $250 million. That's behind the, um, the Dodgers and the Mets. I guess the Red Sox, after signing Story the other day for a large contract, they're probably neck and neck with the Yankees. But the Yankees don't spend money properly. It looks like they're throwing good money after bad. So, you know, those, those Yankee fans on here in New York are saying, oh, the Yankees are cheap. The Yankees aren't cheap. $250 million is not cheap for a payroll for a baseball team. But can we have younger, more athletic ball players like we were promised and not, you know, 36-year-old Josh Donaldson when we could have had uh, 27-year-old Carlos Correa? So um, uh, it's, it, 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 beg, it, it, it just, it just uh, begs the imagination. It just, it just boggles the mind. That's the, word I'm looking, the term I'm looking for. Um, the Yankees are putting all their hopes into these two young ball players in their minor league system, Peraza and Volpe. These kids better pay off because they let a lot of guys slip through their fingers these, these past few weeks on the free agent market. And as I said in the past, and I'll say it again, the old man would never have done this. He would have spent the money and brought these names here. And now you have to wonder, the Yankees, are, are they, you know, are they the fourth team in the American League East? After uh, who's up top? Is it the Red Sox or Toronto? And and of course the Rays are always there. So um, I'm a little worried about the Yankees right now. And uh, I want the season to start, of course. Can't wait for the season to start on April 7th. But uh, I just hope it isn't a repeat of uh, of last year. Oh, and by the way, after the uh, after the Red Sox signed Trevor Story to a six year deal, the Yankees went out and signed 33 year old Marwin Gonzalez a former cheater on the Astros, 2017 Astros, as a utility infielder, outfielder. So that's – Brian Cashman is shopping in the basement. Everybody else is shopping on the main floor of Macy's. So that's my rant, folks, my baseball Yankee rant. Thanks for sharing, Joe. Yeah, that's, thank you. Yeah. That sounds a little inauspicious, but I'll keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> Isn't it tough? Well, well, this is like the prelude to the future rants as the season goes on, right, Joe? Oh, my God, yes. And we haven't even talked, haven't talked about the Mets, right? So, you know uh, – they need some help in the bullpen, the Mets, and um, they could use um, a couple of left. Well, they're getting, they're getting a left-handed bat back in 40-year-old uh, Robinson Cano, who sat out last year for PEDs. But, uh, you know, that Met lineup uh, is still not um, a killer lineup. And if you look at what the Phillies did, and who they brought in just recently in um, uh, Castellanos and uh, that, that big guy who used to play for the Cubs, a big lefty, I, whose name escapes me right now, Oh, play with the Red Sox down the stretch. The Phillies have a killer lineup when you had Bryce Harper. But the Phillies have uh, problems in their bullpen, too. So I think the Mets are well healed. I think they're going to be in the mix. But I would like to see them bolster that bullpen. I really would. And get another big lefty bat in that lineup. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But it should be an yep. interesting season here in New York. Sounds sounds good. Uh, Chris, you got any sports short news for this week? Sure. Um yeah, just, I mean, I, I echo what Joe said about Deshaun Watson. I'm really, really angry about it with the Browns, and I think it's ridiculous. Um, uh, so I, there have been, I know there have been a couple of moves in the NFL that were kind of surprising. I have no idea what they're going to do in Atlanta now that they've mm. they've sold off Matt Ryan. Right. And they're going to eat, they're going to eat a lot of his salary too. So not really going to have a lot of money to go shopping for a quarterback. So I'm not really sure what they're, you know, what they're hoping to do. Um and and same sort of goes for the Colts, where I'm going. Oh, I don't know what Indy's doing there either. So I don't know. I've, I've I've sort of peeked in on the trades, but um, but nothing that really jumped out at me as being particularly interesting. Honestly, I'm I'm still having trouble getting particularly enthusiastic about the NFL after last season, which is some of the stuff that Joe and I had talked about mm-hmm. on previous episodes. Um, I will say that the NHL, uh, as of recording this, which is uh, 
oh gosh, what are we, Tuesday, March 22nd. As of recording this, the, the NHL trade deadline passed last night. And um, and there were a lot of interesting trades that happened. Uh, Claude Giroux, um, who just played his 1,000th game as a Philadelphia Flyer. I don't like the Flyers. They're the one team in the NHL that I actually hate. <laughs> um, but I will say that Claude Giroux, I think, is a class act. I think he is an incredible talent. Um, I'm glad that he got a thousand, he got to reach that milestone with his team because then he was promptly and and we sort of knew this was coming that he wanted to go somewhere where he could be competitive and, and win a cup, um, and so uh, there the rumors were flying for a couple of weeks that it's he's probably going to Florida he's probably going to the Panthers and sure enough that's where he went he went to the Panthers so I think that's a really really big deal a big thing to watch the Panthers are really trying to uh, to make that move and uh, sort of and sort of get past the Lightning and make their run at the cup. Um, so that's going to be really, really interesting to watch in Florida. There were other interesting trades that happened, but I will keep it in New York, and I want to keep it with the Rangers because the Islanders, the Devils, and the the Sabers have all they all did stuff at the trade deadline, but um, but they're also not going to make a run this season. So we we can dig into that stuff in the off season. Um, but the Rangers did in fact pick up a couple of players. They picked up Andrew Kopp from Winnipeg and um, Tyler Mott from Vancouver. Both are forwards. Um, they're not like top top tier forwards, but this is sort of what I had gotten at. Um, uh, a couple of, uh, I believe, a couple of sports episodes ago, which the Rangers were going to make moves for, um, not necessarily powerhouse forwards, but a couple of guys who could round out their second and third lines, um, so that they had more consistent goal scoring. They had better opportunities to to bury the puck instead of just relying on Chris Kreider, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's some really, those are some really, really big gets uh, for the Rangers, especially because they really didn't give up much to do it. Uh, some some draft picks, but ultimately they're in a place where um where they're pretty comfortable. And they they traded out a, a couple of people that they're they're not using anyway, so it works out pretty well. And then they also picked up uh, Justin Braun, uh, who's a defenseman from Philly. So I think with those three people, um, with those three players, they really really have a lot of a lot of options uh, going into the playoffs. A full head of steam, I think. Um, and then they've got enough time to to find their chemistry. So. I will say that um, the Rangers sort of did what what a lot of us said they would do, which is pick up a couple of a couple of middle tier, middle to high tier guys who could fit into the second and third lineups, and uh, and do some work to really really carry them into and through the playoffs. So uh, that's that's I think where I am. I will say that you might want to check out to see if you have any interest at all. Check out what what happened in the NHL because a number of really big names moved and uh, I think there's some really really exciting stuff and and there's part of me that's like, "Oh, I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to be part of that media feeding frenzy on Monday as as uh, trades were coming in under the under the trade deadline." So um so I think those are my only uh, only sports things to to contribute here. Chris, uh, with these new additions, um what's what's your forecast for the Rangers in the playoffs? Who, um, so I, you know, I think this is, it's tough. It's tough. I am going to say that put me in a tough spot here, Joe, um, because it's it's all about, for me, it's all about matchups. I think that if the, I think that if it's not the lightning and the Panthers in the Eastern conference finals Mm -hmm. against one another, I think the Rangers make it to the Eastern Conference final. Wow. I think and the reason I say that is because Shesterkin is is playing out of his mind. Nice. The Rangers just got some new additions that all time to acclimate. Um but the Panthers and the Lightning are just so good and the Panthers don't care who they're playing against. The Panthers will just drop six goals on them. <laughs> they'll just they're just hateful about it. Um 
So I think that if the Panthers and the Lightning meet each other in the playoffs earlier, you know, if they meet earlier in the quarterfinals or the semifinals, then one of them has to knock the other out. And if that happens, I think the Rangers get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that if the Rangers have to go through one of those teams, I think it's going to be grueling. I think it's going to be a mess. I think it's a thing they can do. But I don't know if it's a thing they will do. So, I, I, you know, for me, their best chance of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals is if the Lightning and the Panthers get matched up against one another in an earlier round. So my prediction is that they will, the Rangers, as long as they don't have to play either Florida team earlier, they will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Um, and then you might say, Chris, does that mean you feel as though they can't make it to the Stanley Cup Finals? No, the answer is no. The answer is I think that on any given night they can win the whole damn thing but only because of Shesterkin but that's not that's not enough to get you through more than one like grueling playoff series right because if you're going to be going to game six game seven and you do it more than once that's a really really tough run to make you know the Kings really relied this is going back like 10 years but um the Kings really relied on Jonathan Quick for their titles they were able to do that because they were winning series in four or five games you know, um, when you can win a series in four or five games, your playoffs get a lot shorter and you get rest between your series. Um, so that's that's part of why I say I don't think they make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, even though I think they can make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, but if they're going to be putting Shesterkin out there for, you know, 20 games before they're before they're even in the Stanley Cup Finals, I just I just don't see how it happens. Interesting. All right. Something to watch. Yeah. That's great. So thanks, um, I think, yeah, thanks, Chris. That's great. And um, you bet. So I think that's all our sports short news. Uh, a little bit of, uh, I guess, fun sports short news. Not that we've, we've said before, not that any of us are following March Madness, but I was informed because I, I'm not sure if my nephews helped her or not, but my mother in law, her bracket is currently ranked number 73 oh. in March Madness. <laughs> it's <Yeah. perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, so I don't know if she did it on her own and just picked teams randomly or if my uh, nephews helped her, but uh, she's still in March Madness. So while a lot of people's brackets got busted. So I thought that was interesting, uh, funny sports <laughs> news to share today. No, that's so, great. Thank you for sharing I that. I bet her bracket is better than most of the guys on WFA in here, here in New York. <laughs> Apparently so. Because be you know, Karen was updating like, oh, first she was 96, now she's number 73. So I guess it will, I'll, next time we'll do this. Hopefully I remember. I'll see if she's still in it by the time. That's, that's, no, that's really impressive. Oh, wow, like no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, thank you everyone for listening to this uh, sports short. Uh, we, we plan to do sports shorts now more regularly. And then obviously we'll lead up to a bigger sports episode, probably after official opening day for the MLB is what we're planning mm-hmm. right now. So um so if, uh, again, you have any comments or anything you'd like to say about sports, uh, I know a few of you out there do have comments about it. Please follow us or um, join the Facebook group, uh, Secret Origins of Mint Condition, uh, on Facebook. And uh, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon.